football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Very good evening, welcome to Red Friday, your best look ahead to the weekend sport with the emphasis on the Dons. From Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. On tonight's show, the latest on the continued speculation of Derek McInnes and Rangers, as well as Adam Rooney and Brentford. And my job is Aberdeen manager and I'm here to talk about Aberdeen. Apparently I don't quite well. We'll have the predictor, as ever, we're talking Styria with the latest on both Kingsford and Tynecastle. The club needs it, the fans need it. You know, the frustration now that it's not ready. We'll take a look ahead to the rest of the Premiership card and, as always, Always the best preview of Aberdeen versus Michigan. This is North Sound 1's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. And after the international break and a somewhat disappointing share of the spoils at Hamilton a fortnight ago, the Dons will be looking to return to winning ways tomorrow. And the manager wasn't overly pleased, Dave, with the role played by Graham Shinney for the national team. Yeah, um, he feels the Dons skipper should have made his full international debut. I was hoping he would get more than a few minutes. I was disappointed he never started. I went, but obviously, um, having not had too many players involved in the last few years, you know, we're, we're, but it was great to have three players at least involved. Um, you know, yeah, I was disappointed, you know, and um, I was disappointed for Graham because I know how important it was. It has been such a nice touch for him to in his hometown, his family all here, at his club, um, getting his first cap, you know, so it's, it's uh, I was really disappointed, um, but I'm pretty sure, um, as I can be, that it will come round for him again. Um, the, it might not be at Pataudry, but it will certainly, I'm sure, be uh, get an opportunity to play for his country. And Adrashine, it was a strange one that, uh, as we were talking about before we came on air, but three subs were used out of the six that could be used. It was a friendly, and uh, you know, I think as the manager said, there was a lot of people there to see Graham Shinney. Probably half the crowd were there to see Graham Shinney make his debut. And you're right. I mean, uh, it was a friendly match with nothing at stake. Surely it was an opportunity to to look at players that haven't tasted international football. But uh, Malky Mackay, sadly for Graham Shinney, thought otherwise. Absolutely. And uh, one thing that is not going away, Dave, is Rangers and the manager. Yes, yes. It just keeps dragging on and on, doesn't it? Um, Three weeks after Coutinho got his jotters and and the manager is really getting tired of it all now. It's almost three weeks on. Listen, there's been no... I'm not going to comment or react to any speculation. Like you say, there's been a lot of comment and enough said about it. Nobody from Aberdeen is going to add to that. My, my job is as Aberdeen manager and I'm here to talk about Aberdeen. I understand you feel the need to ask a question, but I've already answered a question on it. And, um, you know, I've been pretty consistent about speculation. There's been no contact from any club, which therefore means it's speculation. And it's three weeks on now, so, no, I don't want to be sitting here answer, answering questions all the time, every press conference. And Derek wasn't the only one with speculation surrounding him this week, Dave, because uh, one English newspaper ran a story about uh, our very own Adam Rooney. Yeah, that's right, uh, that apparently he'd uh, played a a trial game uh, for Brentford. Uh, Adam, I think, dealt with this silly story very well and he even called it fake news. Apparently I've done quite well. So uh, now uh, I've got a few messages off people. I think the first one Wednesday I'd say any truth and reports were nothing I know of anyway. So I don't know where there's another Adam Rooney about. 
a strange one, Andrew. It was bizarre. I saw it on Twitter and I, I, I checked, was it the West London Press? And uh, sure enough, there's a picture of Adam Rooney, our Adam Rooney, and the uh, report in the game, he'd missed a chance, but he'd shown great pace going down the wing to create a, oh, a goal. Oh, that, that's no, definitely not Adam. Our Adam. Not Adam. <laughs> but uh, it, it just shows, you know, uh, social media and some journalists just don't do their jobs properly. There was There's no way that a player who's in contract out with the transfer window is going to be going to Brentford playing trial games Back to tomorrow's game Dave uh, Motherwell uh, they're uh, our opponents and uh, we've had a couple of tough battles against them haven't we? Yeah we certainly have and Derek is uh, full of praise for the Steelman start to the campaign I think they're very good at what they do um, they're very well organised I think Steve put together a squad there to play a system and um, know they can make it difficult for any team you know I've watched umpteen games of Motherwell um, this season and having faced them twice, we know how difficult the task is to overcome them. Um, the fact that they're in a cup final suggests um, they're in a good frame of vein uh, of form as well. But we're at home, we're, we like playing at home, we normally win at home. We've had one defeat in the league this season. And uh, tomorrow, of course, no skipper. Uh, he's suspended as he was uh, last season when uh, Aberdeen had a, a rather good day without him. Yes, uh, uh, 7-2 will beat them without Graham playing and he was working with us on Red TV, as he will do tomorrow. And I remember the sort of distraught look in his face at half-time when we were 4-0 up. He goes, how am I going to get back into this team? And he didn't, of, course. Then, of course. He had to sit on the bench for 45 minutes at Kilmarnock. But uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, Mother well, we'll have more than one eye on the Betfred Cup final and it'll be interesting to see if they've got anybody with any sort of an injury niggle at all I doubt if there'll be a risk tomorrow but as the manager said they're very good at what they do and they give you a tough game so I don't expect anything different tomorrow afternoon Yeah, we'll hear from Steve Robinson very shortly but it's all very well saying that they won't be thinking about the cup final but it's their biggest game for years yeah, absolutely. And they, they did very well, let us not forget, in getting there. But it's only human nature, even if you're adamant as the manager is, uh, Robinson, that it won't be a distraction, the cup final. Even subconsciously, they might just have, you know, a, a small percentage of attention on the cup final. It's only human nature. Let's hope so anyway. Let's hear from the mother one answer. We've sort of put next week the you know that'll take care of itself. We're very much focused on Aberdeen. We've had um two good games against them, you know, and, and obviously we're one of only two teams to beat them domestically this season. So it's it's gonna be a tough game but one we're very much looking forward to. Yeah you must take a lot of motivation from particularly the, the cup game here. Yeah we, we played very well. You know, and uh, the Aberdeen guys were, were the first to acknowledge that there. Um, we played their strengths, you know, and I, I think um, people spoke very highly of us after it because it was live on TV and it was a big occasion. But we've been doing that a lot. We got away from it a little bit in the Hibs game, um, but I, I thought we were back at it again against Ross County. We, we made individual errors from set plays, but I thought we were back on what we're good at, putting balls into the box and, you know, being on top of balls and being, being physical and being athletic, which we are. 
It's going to be a, a tough one tomorrow afternoon, but hopefully Aberdeen will prevail. We'll get the predictors a bit, their predictions a bit later on. But uh, tomorrow, Andrew, it's the start of a fairly gruelling schedule between now and the winter break at the end of the year. It's very, very busy and a lot of big games. Uh, a double header against Rangers. We've got to play Celtic. We've got to play Hibs. But um, you know, it's a, a challenge that the, the players will meet head on. They'll relish this opportunity to play lots of games. They'd much rather be doing that than have endured the last month and a half as they've had with all the, the stop-start nature of the, the fixtures because international breaks. So I think everybody on the playing side will be very much looking forward to it. And football fans will enjoy not going too many days without a game, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. The matches, Dave, they're really crammed into a, a pretty uh, frantic finale to 2017. But the manager's confident his men will cope. I actually think that we normally deal with that type of schedule pretty well, which shows you the, the strength of the squad. It shows you the... You know, the strength of the, the fitness of the players as well, but also the focus, you know, and I think that when the games come round thick and fast, it's there's not so much emphasis on training, it's all about recovering on the game, and I think that that competitive part of our squad historically has always come out. Hopefully we can see something similar, but first game first and in, in, in Motherwell, uh, a home game, you know, I think right up until the 30th of December now, we now have five home games, five away games, so plenty to, to be getting on with, but hopefully we can be as strong as we normally are and pick up those uh, home wins and uh, Adam Rooney he's also looking forward to it isn't he Dave yeah the Don's hitman he's uh, relishing the forthcoming series of matches which could shape Aberdeen's season I think as players that's what you want as much as you enjoy training and stuff you want games you want to be out there playing and there's no better thing especially if you can get a couple of wins on your belt to go on a run and, and that's what we aim to do but I'm going to be able to do that by getting a win against Motherwell the weekend. It's obviously a lot of games. Um, luckily, we have a, a big squad this year, and hopefully, we can meet the demands and keep most of the lads injury free because we're going to need everyone, especially, I think, it's seven, eight games maybe between now and January. So, uh, it's a lot of football to be played, and we just hope to come out of that sitting in a good position in the league and hopefully continue the good form. And as Adam said, uh, Andrew, the, this, this is when the squad comes into its own, isn't it? Absolutely, and, and that's a. Uh, going to be vital for the Dons because there will be knocks suffered by players. Uh, I don't think there'll be any other suspensions uh, unless we get some uh, you know, orderings off. I don't think there's anybody sitting close to six bookings but uh, you know, there's good strength in the bench nowadays. We, we comment on it every week and this will be the time for everybody to stand up and be counted. Absolutely and it's after this period that you can start to see with the winter break how the league is going to shape. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. Um, Aberdeen doing very well, just three points uh, behind Celtic, obviously. So many people out there, especially uh, out with the North East, are saying that, you know, the hoops have got the, the title wrapped up already. But Adam Rooney, for one, insists that the Dons can keep up with Celtic. However, they'll take it one match at a time. We just keep focused on ourselves. We make sure that we, we do what we have been doing. We, we take each game as it comes. We we don't look too far ahead, although we know we a tough run of games coming up. We have to focus on the force one to make sure we get the three points at home force to set us up and then we'll take from there. But um, we've had a good start this season and we just want to try and event and improve on that now. So it's going to be difficult, but we know if the squad and the players are capable of doing that. And just before we take the break, uh, you're one to watch tomorrow. 
Um, I'm going to go for Ryan Christie, buoyed up by the fact that he's now a full Scotland international, played sensationally well uh, the last time that Graham Shinney sat in on Red TV when he, he described, that's, I think that's a cross that he's trying to stick in there that's going into the top corner, um, uh, <laughs> one that Graham I don't think has yet lived down, uh, but I think Ryan well capable of producing moments of magic once again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Greg Stewart. Dave scored a, a really fine goal in the 2-2 the draw at Hamilton um, before the international break. He'll be looking to kick on, uh, as we know by his own admission. You know, he wasn't at peak fitness when he arrived at the club, but he's worked very hard to, to put things right. It's time to talk dogs. Stand free with North Sound One's Red Friday. You're on North Sound 1's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and me, Dave McDermott. Well, Aberdeen City Council announced this morning there'll be a further period of consultation on the proposed development at Kingsford uh, because of new information that has been received with uh, a preliminary second predetermination likely to be held on the 17th of January followed by a full council meeting to decide where we go moving forward at the end of that month. So we've been getting engaging. It still divides opinion, of course. We've heard from the No campaign. We'll hear from them just very shortly. But first, here's some people who are in favour of the new stadium. Well, I think Aberdeen need a new stadium. Pretty obvious that they need a new stadium. Probably won't be able to attract the players in given times with this stadium now. So probably the sooner they move, probably the better for Aberdeen. And uh, can I come soon enough? Uh, need it approved. Hopefully we get uh, the approval, get moved on. The club needs it, the fans need it, and you know, I'm all for it. I live locally in West Hill. Uh, there's a lot of guys who support it out there. A lot of you know families want it. So yeah, all for it myself. Aberdeen does need a new stadium, whether or not Kingsford's the right site. I don't know. Um, you're placing, I think, I guess, Kingswells and West Hill under a lot of strain with the increased footfall, and obviously there's, there's going to be days where there might be trouble and it's going to take a lot of policing, but definitely we need a new stadium. There's no, no three ways about it. No Kingsford Stadium will review new documentation when available. However, it's highly unlikely that Aberdeen Football Club will be successful in their bid for this site, given the issues of site selection, transport and policy to which this application is contrary. Aberdeen City Council have considered the new documentation to warrant further consultation and we welcome the opportunity for consultees and the public to comment on any new documents. And Dave, we've been asking on social media for people on both sides of the divide to gauge their opinion. Yeah, that's right, Dave. Um, so far, I'll just give you a quick uh, snapshot of what we've had so far. Um, opinion seems to be uh, leaning in favour of the new Kingsford Stadium. Uh, let's hear from Ronnie Davis on Twitter. Uh, what is there to discuss? It's yay or nay. These talking shops do no one any good. Just uh, add costs and wastes time. Uh, on Facebook, Ian Taylor says, very smart of Aberdeen FC to take their time with this decision, which I believe uh, will be a game changer, like Derek said, not just for the club, but for Aberdeen in general. Remember, we welcome the views of uh, both sides, so you can have your say on Twitter at North Sound News or head to the North Sound 1 Facebook page. Okay, back to the weekend games. Tell us the worst in the predictor league table, Andrew. Well, we didn't do any worse than anybody else 
else last oh, week. Oh, that's good. Um, we all got Yay. three points. Uh, yourself, Dave, myself, and our guest for the Red Army, Nicola Forbes, all with three points. So, unfortunately, the league table still looks dire as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm sitting on 37 points. Dave Mack, you're on 45. Dave G, 46. And the Red Army still streaking ahead on 55 points. OK, well, uh, we'll get to Barry Reid, who's representing the Red Army's predictions but later on but uh, you're going to do the honours today Andrew in terms of uh, who's predicting what but uh, we'll start off of course with the big game Aberdeen against Motherwell I fancy the Dons to to win the game as I said earlier Uh, I think Motherwell will be very wary of the fact that uh, the the cup final is uh, looming for them and I think the Dons will win 2-0 Okay, and Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I quite agree with Andrew's assessment there. Motherwell will not make it easy for us. They will fight and battle. There might, though, I agree, there might just be a little edge uh, missing. Aberdeen will still have to work for the points, but I'll go for a 2-0 victory also. And I think I've gone for a 2-0 victory as well. You've got the list, haven't you? You have indeed gone yes. for 2-0. Okay, we'll get Barry's predictions very shortly. Um, tomorrow, lunchtime kickoff. Dave Ross County against Celtic at 12.30. Uh, well, uh, County went into the international break with a, a, a 3-2 win over Motherwell. I was, I was at that match. It was a very entertaining game. Celtic, of course, is a, a totally uh, different kettle of fish. I can see nothing other than a decisive Celtic victory. I'll go for 4-0. I went 4-1, uh, Andrew. And I'm going 3-0. OK, Andrew, Dundee, Kilmarnock. Well, Dundee don't have their troubles to seek. Kilmarnock, under Steve Clark seem to be resurgent, so I'm going to go 2-1 to the visitors. OK, and Hibs, St Johnston, Dave. Um, well, I'll, I'll go for 2-1 two, two, to Dundee. Oh, yes, Dundee, Russia, and I went 2-1 as well. Uh, I went 2-1 yes. for, for, for Dundee against Kilmarnock. I'm going for a 2-1 home win. Uh, Hibs against St Johnston. Hibs, they've played some impressive stuff. Four wins in a row to climb up to third place. Um, St Johnston, well, they, they've hit a bit of a, a rough patch, of course, uh, haven't they? I, I can't see anything other than a, a Hibs win. I'll go for 2-0. Okay, um, what did I go for? You went for a 1-1 draw and I've gone 2-1 to Hibs. Of course, we're assuming that St Johnson will finally score a goal. Indeed, and uh, <laughs> then Rangers against Hamilton, Andrew. Well, Rangers uh, do seem to have a wee bit of form going under Graham Murty, so just give him the job. And if he yep. wins tomorrow, as I predict, uh, I'm saying 2-0 uh, against Hamilton, then he's going to do something that Pedro Cachinha didn't manage, and that is win three games in the bounce. And I think I went for a Rangers win. You did, 3-0. Dave? Uh, I'm going for 3-1 Rangers. And then on Sunday at 3 o'clock, maybe, Hearts against Partick, Dave. Yes, Hearts against Partick. If if uh, the stadium is uh, fit for purpose, uh, both sides have been rather up and down, have they not? I think Hearts might just squeeze home 1-0. OK, Andrew? I've gone 1-1, assuming it goes ahead, as you said. And Dave, you reckon that uh, your favourite team, Partick Thistle, will go down 2-1? OK, well... Uh, we'll favourite f- other team. We'll favourite come back to that team. one uh, <laughs> and get the views of Craig Levine on the, the stadium problems after we've got Barry Reid's predictions for the Red Army. Let's start with the most important game then. How's Aberdeen against Motherwell going to go? I'll say 1-0 Aberdeen. 1-0 you Aberdeen. Confident? Aye, 1-0 Aberdeen, aye. Uh, let's look at the other games. Dundee against Kilmarnock. I think it'll be 2 0. 2 0 Dundee. Hibs against St Johnston. I think it'll be a draw for that in. It'll be a draw. Okay, uh, scoreline? 0 uh, 0. Rangers take on Hamilton? Uh, I think it'll be 2 0 Rangers. I think so. 
Okay, and the final start of the game, Ross County welcomes Celtic. I'll go for 3-0 Celtic. Okay, and one more game on Sunday, assuming the stadium's ready in time. Hearts play Partick. What's the scoreline going to be there? 2-0 Hearts. 2-0 Hearts. Well, as uh, Dave said there, if the stadium gets to go ahead, let's hear what Craig Levine's got to say about it. The feeling is slight, feeling of frustration now that it's not ready. Uh, this minute in time but uh, I'm hopeful it'll be ready for Sunday but there's an overwhelming uh, feeling of, of sort of pride and the satisfaction that, the, that we've managed to get the building up we're preparing for the game to be on mm. and I don't think there's any point in doing anything else so that's what we've been doing and um, I was slightly more hopeful yesterday than when, than when I was there the week before so we'll see well, the latest is that there's been no safety certificate issued for Tynecastle. It's failed the inspection. They're going to continue working through the night and into tomorrow with a further inspection due around lunchtime tomorrow. Uh, but it, it does seem, once again, the fans are uh, the last thing that are being thought about. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem crazy. I mean, Craig's saying there, I've got a slight feeling frustration. Well, I'm sure these players are absolutely pig sick at this because they've prepared all week for a game and they're having to wait to hear if the game's going to go ahead at all. Uh, it's nonsense in this day and age. Uh, alternative plans should have been in place if there was ever any doubt at all. They knew that Scotland were going to be using Murrayfield for the autumn tests. They should have been looking to, to use another ground and have that plan B in place, but they didn't. And it now looks as though once again, Scottish football is going to be looking like a laughing stock. Yeah, not for the first time, Dave. No, absolutely. Um, I, I think Hearts, to be fair, they they deserve credit for quickly constructing the stand but like Andrew said uh, the, the it was planning supposed to be ready in yeah, September yeah that's right the plan months on the planning the planning has been uh, rather ham-fisted the thing that really sticks out for me uh, so, something that they've never addressed um the the control uh, box that uh, obscures the view of one of the goals from the left-hand section of uh, the new stand. Yeah, why two, on earth could 200 they... seats that they yes. forgot to order in the first place. Aye. <laughs> uh, why, why on earth, when they were constructing this big stand, did nobody think, let's move the control room? Okay. Uh, that, that is ridiculous. Well, Peterhead faced Wraith Rovers at Balmour in the third round of the William Hill Scottish Cup tomorrow. And, and Andrew, there's uh, quite a bit of north interest there, there as well. Is, there's 16 ties in total, but we'll just look at the, the north uh, ones. Fraserburgh travelled to Spartans and Cove Rangers travelled to Airdrieonians. That's the top two in the Highland League. I think both will have their work cut out tomorrow. Stranraer entertained Brewer Rangers, the not inconsiderable uh, 618 mile round trip for Brewer Rangers but William Hills and the SFA uh, have clubbed together to, to pay for a bus for them. They'll never think about doing that for Aberdeen fans going to Kilmarnock at 12.15. Indeed. Banks of D watch them every success tomorrow against Air United but that is going to be a mighty difficult task that one. For Martin play Forfer and Bucky Thistle will be looking to repeat their Iron Brew Cup success against Brecon City. That's it on the Red Friday podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Remember, we're on North Sound 1 from 6.30 to 7 o'clock every Friday and the podcast is available both on the website and on iTunes. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.